0: We talked a lot about uh, the climate crisis yesterday and why it is nothing more than an excuse to pursue Malthusianism. We talked about why Malthusianism is so important with the left. It was a real bummer of a podcast. I mean, there was nothing really fun about it. Uh, And it was really long. What we didn't talk about was the stupid things that are being done because of the alleged climate crisis. Let's go over some of those things. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. As you can hear, my voice is back. And just in time for it to be pouring ass rain here in California, San Diego. I just We just went through a huge, a huge downpour. I'm in San Diego, so understand something. We're running through something called El Niña and El Niña I, I, or La Niña. I remember I told you last week it was El Niño. It's not. It's La Niña. It's the trade winds are going in the opposite direction. That's essentially what El Niño is. El, La Niña is. So it's, it's created something called an atmospheric river. So constantly stuff is coming up from Mexico, mixing warm water, mixing with cold water. The winds push it to the, push it into California and it just keeps going round and round and round. So the the storm should be ending this afternoon sometime and then we're going to get a start with another storm later on today. So it, it's a lot of fun. I don't mind the rain except everything is is soaking wet and it's really cold. So ugh. But anyway, let's get some news. Uh, this is news. I want to go more into culture today and tomorrow. So, But we do have some news we got to talk about. So Joe, uh, John Bolton uh, this weekend announced that he is running for president. Who's John Bolton? He was an advisor to Trump, and he doesn't like Trump anymore. And guess what? No one cares. If you don't know what John Bolton looks like, take a look at, uh, just type in John Bolton. It's the same thing. It's like the other Bolton, whatever. Just look at his, look at him and you'll know this guy has a snowball in hell's chance. He's also a war hawk. This is a guy who would support this help in Ukraine and all of this other crap. So this is probably not something, not a guy you'd really want to be president anyway. He's not a true, he's a true, he's a, I mean, he's a neocon. So he's pretty bad. Okay, Mexico looks like it's bordering on civil war. Fox News is even saying we're already in a civil war. So where is this coming from? So on Saturday, Ovidio Guzman Lopez, Lopez who is the son of El Chapo, whose name is Joaquin Guzman Laura, was arrested. Now, Lopez had decided to take over the Sinaloa drug cartel when El Chapo got sent to that wonderful little shack uh, in Colorado. Uh, he, that's Supermax in Colorado. Yeah, I hope he's rotting. So he took over for El Chapo back in 2016 when he got thrown out. Um, this is not the first time that Lopez has been arrested. He was arrested a few years ago. But President uh, Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador... He decided to release him because he didn't want to piss off the cartels. What a brave, brave man. Well, this wasn't seen as a good thing. Believe it or not, a lot of the Mexicans do not like the cartels. The cartels frequently abuse people. They kill people. They cut off their heads. They torture people. It's not a good thing. So Obrador decided, okay, forget this, you know, love and of the cartels and try and get along with the cartels he decided to arrest this guy so on saturday he sent 3500 soldiers to uh lopez's mansion or compound or whatever you want to call it there was a huge fight the cartel terrorists are armed with 50 caliber weapons automatic weapons by the way in mexico there's like one gun store and this is not an exaggeration in Mexico there is one gun store and it is within a military base so where these guys are getting 50 caliber weapons I have no idea but it is illegal to carry a gun in Mexico completely illegal the cartel fought back 19 cartel members were killed Uh, 10 soldiers were killed 29 were injured um When that's when Lopez was taken in, Lopez was, uh, then the cartels got really angry because Lopez apparently is a pretty effective leader. So they threatened to burn down Mexico if uh, Lopez wasn't released immediately. Now, this is the problem with um, bleeding heart leftists like Obrador, he released Lopez the first time thinking things were going to get better with the cartels and they got worse and now the cartels expect him to cooperate. Well, good for him. Um, the car- So the, the cartels followed through on their promise. They've been burning down businesses, burning down trucks. They are sitting on roads, blocking roads. The Mexican police, the federal police... And I've I got to assume soon the army is gonna are, are have been fighting them hourly. There's one part of Mexico that has been completely taken over by the cartels. Uh Tijuana, my understanding, what I've heard, has been taken over by the cartels. Because the Sinaloa cartel, understand something. They're around Arizona. Okay, so they're they're right over Arizona. Um, But there are other cartels in Mexico, and apparently those cartels are fighting the Mexican federales, too. So, uh, San Diego, for example, which is 34 miles from the Mexican border, I mean the city of San Diego, apparently the cartels have really taken a lot of control of Tijuana. It's only a matter of time before this fighting ends up in the United States. So here's some questions for you. Biden is, Joe Biden is in Mexico right now with Obrador and for some reason that ball Justin Trudeau of Canada. Apparently they're not talking about this. They're not talking about the drugs that are coming in. They're not talking about illegal immigration. They're not talking about the possible civil war in northern Mexico, Jalisco, um, Uh, Sinaloa in in Baja, California. They're not talking about any of this stuff. So what's going to happen when the fighting crosses our border? What are we going to do? And people have been asking Joe Biden, though, I think Joe Biden's got some other issues. We'll get to that in a few minutes. So we'll have to say, see what's going on uh protest brazil is falling apart protests continue over the elections these had been going on for a couple of months now on sunday a group of a lot of people i think it was several thousand attacked the capitol building and uh, and um settled in the capitol building over there the president luis ignacio lula da silva promised to punish anybody who invaded congress He is also promising to put down any insurrections that go against the, that go against the, um, his regime. This is a big deal. Uh, basically Obrador is a Obrador or not Obrador, excuse excuse me. Lula is a, uh, communist. He's a socialist. He's also a, a criminal. The guy has served time in prison for corruption. Now, a lot of people in the media, they're blaming Donald Trump. Of course, everyone's got to blame Donald Trump, right? They're, They're blaming Donald Trump. They are saying that this is exactly like January 6th. Of course, this is crap. And the reason it's crap is because Brazil does this every 25 years or so. Don't forget, 25 years ago, uh, the military controlled the government. They actually had a military coup in Brazil. So this is absolutely nothing new. Now, on his place, Jair uh, Bolsonaro, who lost the election, um, he never contested the election. He said there's some weird things happening, but he never actually contested the election. The transfer of power to Lula was peaceful, and he condemns all of the violence that is happening here. So as much as people want to blame the right-wing Bolsonaro for this, he had nothing to do with it. Okay. So Biden, Joe Biden has finally decided to visit the border. And it was a sanitized border. The Democratic mayor of El Paso. El Paso is the one that's being hit the hardest. The Democratic mayor of El Paso decided to clear all of the tents on the streets of El Paso. He, des- he decided to clear all of the um, people that were sitting inside the airport in El Paso put some of most of them they sent back to Mexico some of them they found um, they found shelters to put them in but the streets of El Paso were suddenly clear and it's hysterical it's hysterical all over Twitter they show what El Paso looked like before Biden came and what El Paso looks like now and I'm sure it'll look like the before picture once because Biden's gone so it was really embarrassing well not quite the most embarrassing thing for Joe Biden uh he also was talk giving dishing out he went to go visit a salvation army shelter and he started dishing out orders to one of the salvation army staff and it was because he thought that she was a secret service agent so that's embarrassing that's really embarrassing. It's good to see that we have a, a, president that really has his crap together. And finally, Joe Biden also is in a bit of trouble. Apparently, he had a, uh, he had an office in Pennsylvania. Uh, it was one of those think tank offices, and uh, he had a bunch of classified date, classified documents at that. At that uh, facility while they were cleaning up one of his lawyers found the documents and uh, now the now the DOJ is doing an investigation on what documents he had the documents were mixed with unclassified documents which by the way is a jailable offense I'm not saying Joe Biden's going to jail okay I'm just saying I'm not even saying he's gonna get in trouble but this was when he was not president. He was this was when between him being vice president and president. So this is kind of a big deal. Now what's a bigger deal is that this was discovered back on November 2nd of 2022. Three months ago. My question to you is, why wasn't that reported? Why are we finding out about this now? This is when we're finding out about it. Well, we're finding out about it, obviously, because of the election. So, so Merrick Garland is um, is investigating this, but of course, it's going to lead to nowhere. And and honestly, this is going to be this is really bad for the Biden administration. Not because Joe Biden did something wrong; he did. But I mean, I got to tell you the truth, all presidents do this. Barack Obama had classified documents. George W. Bush had classified documents. Yeah, this is just not something really bizarre, honestly. This is not a bizarre thing. But um, the problem is, they actually want to indict Donald Trump for him having classified documents. And by the way, the classified documents, apparently they were not that big of a deal. It, they were such not a big deal that the, uh, that the, Dick Merrick Garland and DOJ said, yeah, we're not doing anything with this. But people are still begging to have Donald Trump thrown in jail for whatever reason. Well, now that it's going to look really political now, the whole classified documents thing is over. And by the way, I'm not saying Joe Biden should go to jail. I don't think Joe Biden, I don't think Trump should, I don't think Trump should go to jail. I don't think Biden should go to jail. I don't think Obama should go to jail. I don't think Bush should go to jail. And by the way, whoever's president in 2024, yeah, guess what? They're going to do the same thing. They all do it. All right. So let's get our story. So like I said, we had been talking about the climate crisis and my conspiracy theory about it, which by the way, is not a conspiracy theory. Because the left has openly said this is what's happening. So it's not really a conspiracy theory. By the way, by the way, (coughs) a little thing. You're going to hear a lot of rocking and rolling. It's really storming out here. So uh, apparently um, raining in California in winter is a sign of climate change. So we're we're getting the climate change the hell out of here in California. Um, It's also really cold because of global warming. So, I know. I go figure. So, let's talk about some of the things these leftists are doing, which is just really stupid. Okay, so according to Fox News, New York has become the sixth state in the United States to legalize natural organic reduction, popular no, popularly known as human composting, as a method of burial. Democratic Governor Kathy Hochul signed the legislation on Saturday Uh, Not not this past Saturday, Saturday before. Washington was the first state to legalize human composting in 2019, followed by Colorado, Oregon, Vermont, and California. Do you see a relationship there? All of those states are far leftist, blue leftist states. Okay. Don't expect to see composting in Texas and Florida anytime soon, or Georgia or Alabama or Mississippi. That's not going to be a thing. We'll talk about why in a second. Quote, I am committing, this is Kathy Hochul talking, I am committed to having my body composted and my family family knows that. I'm sorry, it's not, it's a guy named Howard Fisher. A 63 year I am committed to having my body composted and my family knows that, Howard Fisher. A 63-year-old investor living in New York City told the Associated Press, whatever my family chooses to do with the compost after it's done is up to them. The alternative green method of burial aligns with Fisher's philosophical view to live in an environmentally conscious way. Even, even freaking Fox News kind of buys this. Listen, what annoys me about this story is not the actual process. I don't actually see anything wrong with human composting. The process is ugly. I would never do it. Okay, the process means what they essentially do is they take the body, they put it in a box, they dump all sorts of organic material in it that will speed the decomposition process. Mm -hmm. The body is then left to decompose for 30 days and then the body is, I guess, burned and then it creates compost. Then you can take that compost and you can sit back and dump it on a tree or whatever it is. Okay, so your ass could be growing a tree. That's not what bothers me about this. What bothers me about this, and I think probably um, 44 other states, is that it is really a lack of respect for humanity. That we are nothing more than dirt, according to these people. And, And that's what bothers me. And by the way, cremation is kind of seen the same way especially with Christians, not necessarily Catholics. Jews don't get, uh, don't get cremated because they believe in the resurrection of the body. Catholics used to believe that. They don't anymore. They believe in, in cremation is okay. But I, I just think this is, again, another example of how human beings are just really nothing more than just crap we should throw on our trees. And you know something? There's more respect for how we put our dogs down than there is for people. Speaking of uh, far-left blue states, um, California is going to crap, as usual. And here's a new law that will make California go to crap a lot quicker. So according to Yahoo News, and this started on uh, January 1st, so this is two weeks late, Large trucks and buses made before 2010 will be prohibited from operating on California roadways starting January 1st. It's a final rule in a set of clean air regulations the California Air Resources Board passed nearly 15 years ago. The rule applies to diesel vehicles that weigh at least 14,000 pounds, so it's not going to apply to your car yet. You just wait. The Air Resources Board said there is an estimated 200,000 vehicles that have yet to comply with the rule just days before the new year, including roughly 70,000 big rig trucks, or about 10% of the commercial motor vehicles operating in the state, according to the trucking lobbying groups. Okay, now, to his credit, this was not Gavin Newsom's thing. He didn't come up with this law. Guess who did? Republican and I put that in scare quotes because he's no Republican Arnold Schwarzenegger he was the governor when this law passed and he said when he signed this bill into law he said that oh hey it's not a big deal it's 15 years from now it's not a big deal we'll all be we'll all be electric by then yeah well there was shortsightedness right there okay now. Gavin Newsom, of course, said we will not be able to sell gas-powered cars in California in 2035. That's 12 years away. We'll have to see how that's going to go, but I'm pretty sure that law is going to go into effect too. What kind of disaster is this whole thing going to be? It's going to be huge. Inflation is going to go up. The supply chain crisis is going to get worse. It's going to cost taxpayers billions of dollars to replace all the school buses that are prior to 2000, that were built prior to 2010. And I got news to you, there are a bunch of them. Have you, if you've ever been to California and you see a, a school bus, I don't think there's a school bus that was built after 1990. They are so old. Expect that everything is going to go up because this law has just axed 20%. Of the supply chain, so there you go. That's what a state gets when you decide to bury it in uh, bury it in regulations. So what what else are people doing for the environment? Right here, here's another one, um, and it just shows us that it's not just environmentalism. Is it shows us that environmentalism is not only not progressive, it's completely regressive. So let's read this story from the New York Post. How, for, how far would you go to save the environment? While many try to reduce reliance on single-use plastics in an attempt to recycle, one woman left people dumbfounded after revealing that she claimed to she claimed is reusable toilet paper. A team from a company called Net Zero. Net Zero which reportedly makes, quote, earth-friendly products for everyday life, end quote, acknowledged that the the item is controversial, but insisted that it's worth it. Quote, after the global toilet paper shortage of 2020, we came out with our reusable version, she says on TikTok. And, quote, and to the 56,000 comments of disapproval of it, it's meant to wipe water off. You know, Like drying off in a shower. Sort of. Okay. Here's what basically they do with this toilet paper. It requires a bidet. So you take a dump. You're not taking a cloth and wiping your butt with the cloth and then washing it. No. What you're supposed to do is own a bidet. A bidet is basically a French water fountain to get the poop off your butt. And then you use this cloth to wipe your butt and get the water off of it. Now, a couple of questions, and you'll be shocked to know that the one that actually uses this is a white woman, okay? But how elitist do you have to be to sit there and say, well, to use this toilet paper you need to use a, uh, a, a bidet. You need to install another product next to your toilet that sends water up your ass and then you use this stuff to wipe your butt, to dry your butt off. Wow. Now, I was curious. I was curious and I, wait, wait on rumble, I actually ordered this stuff. Okay, I did order a reusable toilet roll. We're going to do a video. I'm going to put it on Rumble. And I want to have Josie and her kids join me while we, we we open this thing up and actually take a look at it. I just got it. I have not opened the box yet. I have not seen it. It looks completely ridiculous. But it it it's something that I do want to I I do want to do a video on. Okay. So <laughs> God, the environment. Okay, I guess I will not be getting heart surgery at Cedar Sinai Memorial Hospital anytime soon. This is from cedarsinai.org, the official website. ABC News recently interviewed Martha Gulati, MD. Director of Preventative Cardiology, and Associate Director of the Barbara Streisand Women's Heart Center in the Schmidt Heart Institute at Cedars-Sinai about how climate change is contributing to an increase in heart disease. Climate change has worsened, and wildfires, hurricanes, drought, and heat waves, and cold spells have become more common, sometimes leading to famine and drought. Quote, The world we live in right now is not very hospitable. Environment for the heart, Julia Julatti, Gulati told ABC News. The medical community was unprepared for the effect of such high temperatures on human on the human body, and had to quote learn to fly end quote," said Gulati, who is an associate director of Preventative and Rehabilitative Cardiac Center in the Schmidt Heart Institute. By the way, um, we've had record cold snaps. California right now is fifty. That's the high today. is 50 degrees, and that's actually kind of warm compared to what it was. We've since su- winter began. We've had one 70 degree day. Every all the entire time, it may hit 60, but it hasn't. Um, the Midwest was at negative temperatures. So yeah, her BS about it's getting hotter. Yeah, no, it's not. So she continues here. To protect one's, this is what Cedar sinai is saying, to protect one's health from negative effects of climate change and to maintain good heart health, avoid cigarettes, eat healthy, get plenty of sleep, exercise daily. To help protect the environment and reduce the impact of extreme weather on global community, consider using public transportation, recycling, avoiding red meat, and reducing plastic waste. Can I ask you a question? Do you, what is the correlation here? She has not brought up one thing that correlates the climate and heart health. So, for example, if I avoid cigarettes, eat healthy, get plenty of sleep, and exercise daily, would I still have good heart health? Would the answer be probably? And not worry about, you know, Throwing used toilet paper in the toilet? Maybe I I can use paper toilet paper and still have a healthy heart? Absolutely incredible. But this is coming from a doctor. A doctor. When you go woke like this and you sit there, what, when I go in there and I have heart disease, she's going to say, well, you didn't do enough to save the climate. Uh, You freaking dumb. Well, you know, I guess you don't need stoves when you're going to eat, be eating dry bugs. Here's another example of climate BS. This came out today, believe it or not, or came out yesterday. Uh, according to the Daily Wire, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission is considering banning Americans from having gas stoves. Jesus Christ, help us. Roughly 40% of American homes have gas stoves, which emit nitrogen dioxide and carbon monoxide, as well as fine particulate matter at what are deemed unsafe levels by the Environmental Production Agency, EPA, and World Health Organization. By the way, the EPA and the WHO are actually in bed with the WEF, which wants to get rid of stoves too. A study released in January 2022 argued that over 20 years, quote, annual methane emissions from all gas stoves in U.S. homes have climate impact comparable to the annual carbon dioxide emissions of uh, 500,000 cars. Wow. So what they're basically saying is, oh, maybe 500,000 cars don't put that much crap into the air. I'm going to give you a a little thing here. Now, let me let me give you an example. There's a reason gas stoves are used. If you walk into a restaurant, guess what you're not going to see? You're not going to see electric stoves because gas heats faster. Gas heats more evenly. Gas uh, electric stoves, they don't. They don't heat quickly. They don't heat evenly. They're very difficult to troubleshoot if there's a problem. And by the way electricity burns fossil fuels. So that is a complete misnomer right off the bat. But what what's amazing, and this is probably, I, I got a feeling this will probably go through. 40% of the country is going to need to spend $1,000 on an electric stove. thats I, I, I bet that's coming. And do you know, this is the slippery slope. Then they're going to find everyone's got an electric stove, but now cooking steak is putting stuff into the environment. So, just eat bugs. Now, there's a study that was released today. I believe it was from Israel. And I'm going to have to I'm going to have to find this. So, if you go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, you're not actually going to find this link because I just don't have it. When I get it, I'll, I'll I'll update the link. But it has been found that that we have been actually fixing the environment. We have um, CFCs. Uh, I can't remember. Remember you used to spray your hair with hairspray? Those were carbon, C... I can't remember what they're called. But apparently we have done such a good job and the technology of getting rid of the bad stuff in the air. And we have done such a good job in actually repairing... uh, repairing the uh, atmosphere that the ozone layer seems to have repaired itself. Again, I have to look this up. All right. They say, these, these, these climatologists say, that it is looking like we will have the same weather we did in 1980. In other words, the air is, the, the climate is not going to heat up by a degree and a half Celsius it's actually going to cool by a single degree Celsius. A degree Celsius is a ton. Here's the whole thing with the climate. First off, you're not going to fix the climate. You can avoid it, but the climate's going to do what the climate's going to do. We are in a mini ice age right now. That's why the weather around the world is temperate. Eventually, guess what? It's going to get really hot. And... and we're going to end up with a tropical climate. That's not going to be because of man's doing. That's just how climate works. We had multiple ice ages. We've had mul- multiple uh, tropical ages. You, you look at where the di- when the dinosaurs were around. And guess what killed the dinosaurs? Climate changed into an ice age. So all this stupid crap, and, and you know what man's going to have to do? Continue with technology. Because we still do want to stop burning oil. Right? We still do want to stop burning gas. Oil is way too important. But. And then we need. So. But. Continue with the technology. And eventually we will stop. Tesla is a prime example. Tesla created a great car. And it shows, they're not perfect, but it shows we're on the right track. The second thing humanity is gonna have to learn is adapt. We're just gonna have to adapt. Could the seas rise in California and Florida and all the Eastern seaboard and Western seaboard? Sure, it could happen. Could the polar ice caps melt? Yeah, it could happen. But we have the technology and we have the skills To adapt to whatever happens. Now, I'm not one of these guys that doesn't believe in climate change. I absolutely believe in climate change. I believe climate is going to change, but I also believe climate is going to change no matter what we do. Do I think we had something to do with it? Yes. When this climate hysteria started in the 60s and 70s, there were 3 billion people on Earth. Now there are 8 billion people on Earth. Am I stupid enough to think that we are not affecting climate change? Of course not. But I think we're we're going to affect climate no matter what. And I think climate's going to change no matter what. And I think we need to develop technology to do as little damage to the world as possible. And we need to develop technology in order to adapt when the change does happen. And I don't think there's a way to prevent climate from changing. All we can do is our best to prevent it from changing as much as possible. But we're going to have to accept that we're not going to be able to fix it. And we're going to have to adapt. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com in case you do not believe any of the crap that I just said. Um, I will try and hunt down that study and put it on the uh, blog before I upload the blog. Hope you guys have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. And tomorrow fun stuff. There's a lot of fun stuff that was happening this week. Nothing too serious, but a lot of virtue signaling. Take care, folks. This is Gene and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.